Hey guys, welcome to You Know What I Would Do, the podcast where Joey Greer pisses your ass. This is 100% true. And I just want to make a note, okay? I know Mike started this in a tone and in a certain kind of level of volume that Mike I own this. Somber. Oh, really? You're saying I started off somber already? Hey guys, like that. It's not like that. I'm not aware. It's a good time, okay? No, no, no. That's true. I I told Joey I'm a little bit depressed today and I still have a little bit of the sicky icky. Which we promised to spread to you. Yes. That's a guaranteed fucking tea, my friends. Now, before we hop right in as we love to do, something I was thinking- What's the show? I, I, those are the first words out of my mouth. But what is it? Don't curse it. I bleeped it. It it's you know what I would do, and it's two guys talking about how they gotta get into the topics they today. Gotta get in now, but no, but before we get into our thing, I actually want to I want to spend a little time in a segue here. Okay, okay, not on. Okay, it's not on within right. a segue, right. and that is I want to know how you go about choosing the audience emailed questions known internally and externally as the audience doo-doos. In my mind, the Gmail space, you know, pod at gmail.com. Which is where you can email the audience doo-doos. I have never entered that space. Yeah. And the thought of it frightens me. It genuinely frightens me. Well, you're not allowed. I think about it and I think, what is going on there? Do you have a signature? Like, do you still have the promotions thing on where you get like email promotion, like ad things at the top? Like, have you customized the theme at all? Are you sending, you know... Didn't even know I could do any of that. Right. And so I just, I worry. I really worry. And then every time an audience doo-doo comes in, and I'm not not here to dunk on the audience at all, but we've had a few clunkers. You can't dunk on the audience because I got their fucking back. We've had a few clunkers recently. No, we haven't. And I'm wondering to myself, like... No, we haven't. When... When what is the process for choosing them? I assume there's 20,000, 30,000 emails coming in a How are you choosing the ones that we go with? Because sometimes I go, and again, not dunking. I'm not. You can't, bud. But I'm going, that one? This is what I'll say. First off. Because I got to know the algorithm. First off, you're a dumbass idiot if you think any of them have been clunkers. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? I, whenever they're submitted, based on the date of submission, that's how they go. That's a tier. You send it So you just have it in a chronological order yes. where you're like, here's the next I, one. I have a spreadsheet that has all of them in Wow. There, okay? How James Lowe's Now, I want to say this. Don't bring up that enemy of the pod, okay? <laughs> I will say this. Because we have a Patreon. That's right, bud. Nice. I know we're going to talk about it. And welcome to the fucking capitalist pipe hole that is this show now. We're going to talk about it all the time, all right? Yeah. I might talk about it too much. I might talk about it a little. It does make me feel weird when I listen to a podcast and I don't subscribe to their Patreon, but they always talk about it. Yeah, and I, and like, I feel oh. like I'm stealing from them. I will say this. Having a Patreon, what does that make me realize? I will tell you, I love that word. It's fun to say. But it's also made me realize I love exclusivity. Yes. I love yeah. things happening behind something you can't get 10 unless yeah. you paid a dollar 
Boy, I don't care. Yes. And I, I didn't think but I But you would say like you that. don't love a secret society. I hate secret societies yeah. and I hate any place that makes you pay more to get in. Yeah. All right? But now But that, if you're if you're working the door or no, man, if you're getting a pot of what's at the door or a cut of the pot. If I'm thinking about going to that building even. I don't even have yeah. to work there. I'm just yeah. familiar with the neighborhood and understand that there's a brownstone somewhere in the yeah. vicinity and I'm always like they have like round windows? I don't yeah. know. And that's All, Then you're into the idea into of it. inside outside and club. So this is what I want to say about how does my choosing for the audience do do's go down? Okay. Yes. And don't don't say oh the grammar was off. <laughs> no, I literally I I've, I've noticed that I start to do a thing where I sort of break down. I, I go like a grade school perspective on your sentences where I break them down into like subject, object, all of the things. And I look at the whole thing and I see the way you put it all together. It's so crazy. Thank it's you. so crazy. Beautiful. It is almost artistic. Thank it is. It is. It's like if a beautiful mind was incoherent and scary to watch. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But now that there is a Patreon, $5 tier. Mm-hmm. And $150. Which no one has signed up for. If you want us to call you whenever it strikes us and to talk for a while about the other one. Yeah, that's what will happen if you pay for that too. Mm -hmm. But if you pay for the Patreon, you have extreme, extreme priority. For oh, too. I see. Wow. It's yeah. almost as though, uh, wow, it almost seems like we planned to have this because it turned into an ad. It did turn into an ad. Because you just, you explained there's a way to jump it. But I was actually going, are, do you, are you looking, so you're, it's fully chrono- chronological? That's it. You're not, you don't look at the content and go, hmm, no. this one. No one said anything. I, I think that you should, I guess is what uh, I'm saying. Well, my, I think that you should be going through and going, cool. that's a fun one for cool. today. So and you then, and to, then your spreadsheet should go, no. then you have backburned ones, no. and then you have, ooh, this one's fun. It gets no, priority because, no, no. because we should be rewarding the audience for a good do We are doo-doo. rewarding the audience by, look, you submit, you get it read, Garen fucking T, submit. But don't we want to have some kind submit. of, a, a little bit of a class system with our with the questions? Don't you we submit. Don't we want to have, it's a manic day today. Don't we want to have like if your question is really good, it's going to the you know top, what, man. Because if everyone through your fucking lens would be insane of yeah. what's really fucking good, yeah. it'd be like through this tears of all these other questions. And then I got I got to get access to this. No, Gmail. you don't. But you're never gonna. You got to share that password. The, the password is constantly changing, yeah. and the only way to access it is a three part chain, which I have with two other buddies of mine: one who lives in Louisiana, another one who lives in Canada, upstate, and together we combine those passwords every single time I log in because yeah. it's, it's a physical key. Oh, it's like military, like you all turn it at the same time. Dead protocol okay what's uh, that movie with tom cruise the last mission impossible dead protocol mm, i think that's what it's called okay. remember that key? ghost protocol no it's like dead reckoning is dead what it's reckoning called. okay and then what there's a key right and i can talk about it because it strikes over everybody yeah. but okay. well what's crazy is i watched hold this movie on. and i actually don't know what you're talking hold on. about there's a physical key the crucible all right looks like a like a uh, like a russian orthodox you know kind oh of i love that thing. yeah it, and it lights up it looks really cool ours is like that mm. okay we didn't steal we actually made it before them bud okay okay Okay. A friend of mine did work on the art department of that. Well, film. that's like an a, ancient tradition, I assume. N- not combining two keys that light up, but that's oh, okay. a very oh, new thing light up. technology. Yeah, yeah, the tech. But we don't. We have a third one, so it's not just two keys. That's what I'm saying. And then when those three keys are combined, we shove it into what is like an animatronic squirrel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like because we're not really sure what kind of animal it is yet. Mm-hmm. It is gaining sentience. That squirrel then runs up a tree, which we didn't build. God did. And inside is a new password with inside a nut, and they bring it down, they give it to us, and that's a new password. And every day we do that. So good luck trying to crack that because mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I'm telling you what went down. So that's, I mean, look, that, it makes sense. It makes sense. You to know, me. sometimes I try and attack something of it and I go, but that's. I saw time. you disconnect a lot. Yeah. I saw you disengage it, it, a lot. Yeah. It was some, some self survival sort of stuff there for sure. 
of going, I want to leap across here and choke this guy out, but I know, but I know that you're stronger than me. And so you turn it around and I would die. So the survival instinct Uh, was just detach. You wouldn't die. You choke me out. Break your shoulders, break your arms, break your legs, break your knees, break your feet. Yeah. Right? And then leave you down there and then I spoon feed my baby. I I guess I don't really trust you to toe that line well. Feed you? Uh, no, breaking the bones. I, I think you would oh, accidentally kill me. Bone, I think you'd accidentally kill me <laughs> no, pretty fast. No, I wouldn't fast. accidentally. Okay, then it would get intentional because you get mad at me about well, something. I wouldn't intentionally do it. I just told you I wouldn't do it. Okay. I'm just trying to give you time to heal and rest. Okay. Speaking of our audience doo-doos, this one comes all the way from Kindred. Kindred, speaking of Mission Impossible, what's his name? Kipling. No, that's not his name. Kittridge. Kittridge. <laughs> Man, great films. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey there, Joey and Mike. I work in an office, and every time I need to go to the kitchen, there's a kitchen in the office. Hey. I get stopped by a coworker whose desk is right in front of the entry. Oof. Damn. Yeah. That's kind of like having a seat right next to the bathroom on an airplane. But it's the opposite because mm. people are filled up before they're dumping out. No, but it's it's worse because, well, let's see what the email is. But because, you, dude, I, I would avoid going there to not talk to the person, I assume. She'll stop me on the way. Yeah. With a comment like, wow, looking good. And then she'll stop me on the way out with a comment like, wow, that's a big mug. No, 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 no. Her comments are always inane and they drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would drive me fucking insane, actually. To the point of not wanting to eat lunch or yeah. drink water during the workday. No, 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 no. I knew exactly where this was going. This is, yes. I what, would do the exact same thing. What would you do when having to pass this horribly annoying coworker? multiple times a day thanks kindred social security number 722-925273 it's actually crazy that i decided our opening conversation would be about the quality of the doo-doos because that's the best one we've ever received well so far that yeah i agree yeah which also is a thing that many of our viewers or listeners have said which is that they're enjoying the pod so far you can view it uh but no this one really really does speak to me that is the exact type of social dynamic that drives me fucking insane it's completely benign is it because you would be that woman then (laughs) i would definitely be kindred um, I, the idea of it, of, of every time you walk by, they're going to say like, okay, I, when I, not, I don't want, I'm not calling anyone out here, but I, 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 went, like you're about to. I went to college with someone and we like did comedy together. And basically at some point in my time as her friend, I noticed that if she ever had to do something that was in any way, I don't know, like how to describe it, like even slightly uncomfortable, like, um, physically, like Okay, if if we're sitting and there's a table in front of us and we're watching a movie and she's going to grab like some food or something or a beer, she would go like, I'm just going to grab a beer, like not to anyone. And she'd do this kind of like weird song thing. But then it'd also be if she's going to pass you in the, oh, just going to press And it would drive me like completely insane. Like I, I, I was like, I need that to stop. You, I need... you just so specifically expose this person. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I yeah, <laughs> but I actually, I would imagine she's not aware that this is a thing that she does. Because, but I would just, it would, it would internalize. But you're also it. assuming she listens to the pod. No, I'm sure she does not. Well, get her to listen to the you, pod. You were assuming. You were assuming. Get her to listen to the pod. No, but my main point is that that there's actually nothing wrong with the thing, and it's it's not even actually annoying because you go. You understand implicitly why it's all occurring. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, she's just like awkward grabbing the thing, whatever. It doesn't matter at all. This person is just trying to make it like acknowledge that they're seeing you, you're seeing them. Yeah. But then they fall into this role of like they're the guard. 
Like they're like, that is my kitchen. You yeah. know, you will never walk in there with, they're like a kitchen attendant in this weird way. But I mean, what would you do if you were her? Would well, you never say anything this, to the people going in? As everything that I answer on this. I would never say a word actually. Okay, you can let me speak. If I were her, you can let me speak because you asked me a question. I would watch people you just ask me all day long, and I would just never say anything. Yeah, hey. yeah, just ask me a question. Let me answer that question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I answer all of these things objectively. I never once inject my own personal wants or needs or desires into any answer that has been on this podcast. That's a fact. You can back me up on that. You can. All right. He's drinking coffee. But I would look at this as that individual, that woman, right, as someone who is not being acknowledged by anyone. It sounds like no yeah. one is talking to them. Now she's trying to make the best at like when I, when there's a bad situation, I call it, Oh, these are some scrambled but eggs. But sometimes, sorry, sometimes, sometimes we are right to socially shun someone who is annoying. I agree. Sometimes, I, sometimes it's the only thing you can do. I agree. I think there are, tears, it doesn't ever feel good. It, there are, tears you always want to be as warm as possible. There are tears, of but bullying. sometimes you go, that person is annoying. Yeah, they are. Okay. They are. And I've, I've never experienced that. I don't know what that's like, yeah. but I will say that there are many times at certain jobs that I've had where you completely disengage. You're, you're here for the paycheck. You're going to do your thing. Get the fuck out. Right. That's all you're there to work. You don't you don't like your job. Do you think it, she hates her job? That's what I'm starting to wonder I now. I think she that you you welcome the distraction at every second. I think that she loves socializing and that work is a place to socialize because it's a forced coming together of people, uh-huh. right? So and she, and she's got the party spot. Oh man, she probably Cuz it's better that. than the bathroom. It's way better than the bathroom yeah. because guess what when people People don't stop on the way to the bathroom. No, they're blasting in and they're oh, blasting man, out. Oh man, you got to run. What do you front you front or back dumping? What's the vibe? Right? Like how are you going to do this? Mm-hmm. And like I don't if someone stopped me like how's like are you looking good right before I had the dumpy? No, I don't look good right before I I got a flop sweat. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my shirt is half unbuttoned. Okay, I'm looking for I, my phone. I weigh an amount that my body is rejecting. My body wants me to lose immediate weight. I don't now, look good. Now. Right. Your body's trying to bow flex. Yeah. And that boat flex is into the toilet because it's trying to drop weight mm-hmm. and make you get shredded. You're going to get shredded to the floor. Now, I am, again, <laughs> objectively looking at this and saying, Kindred, it's just like, hey, man, I'm here clock in, clock out. Gives a shit. I don't, I just want to get some yeah, Okay, but, yeah, but you're, wanna... talk, you're talking about uh, compartmentalization. And I, I feel like some people are better at that than other people. I am sure. not good at that either. Like this, this kind of thing, I would actually say if I had a boss who was really mean to me, I would find this person, this woman, more annoying than for the, sure the boss because part of the system. the boss. I'm like, I don't care. the The thing with the door, like I, I've maybe said this before. There's a local uh, a coffee place near my house that I they make my favorite coffee. It's amazing. They do like the best pour over. It always tastes Name just them. amazing. However. Oh. The owner is so friendly to me don't that it them. makes me never want to go in there. If the owner is friendly, do not name this company. <laughs> no, but it, it's like it's this thing where it's it's uh, it's hard to describe. Like where I just go, like oh, I don't want you to. So you would not do well in New York. Me. You would not do well in New York. No, because in New York, people love to ignore you. Like I like it's, I and I, I I have the presence of someone who is kind of asking to be ignored. Like I'm kind of doing know. like I got my headphones on. I'll say I this: just you give out. off energy to be tickled. I see you walking down the street. I'm like, someone's yeah. going to tickle that guy. But my point is that I literally will go, oh, I really want to go grab a coffee. And then I will not go there, even though they make my favorite coffee, because I go, I just like don't want the whole it's gonna warm. it's going to be you and that person. Hey, Mike. And the whole thing. Like, I don't know why. 
it, it's like that person is being nice. It, but I, it just for some reason drives me insane. Kendra, this is what I would do because I think what you're butting up against is the fact that you're unable to set a boundary comfortably without HR getting involved, mm-hmm. right? Because now we're going into the irrationality of an emotional move. Yeah, that is going to be diplomatic the best of your ability but not received that way right so there's going to be a complaint issued and then you're going to get fired and most likely arrested that's not what we want yeah so what i'm asking you to no, do, no we want to keep you out of prison what i'm asking you to do is pivot careers right now yep. what i want you to do is i want you to leave the position you're at right now okay i don't care what kind of benefits they are yeah i don't care what kind i don't of care access. how much time you've spent cultivating this uh, career i don't care what number employee you are waiting for this company to on go the call public. sheet yeah okay <laughs> And you've never worked in an office. You've never worked in an office. <laughs> Whatever number you are on the call sheet when you get into the office. Okay. Whoever's calling to let you know there's got to be a costume change. Okay, mm-hmm. Do not shave. Are you hanging out at Crafty? <laughs> all right. Let people know where you are at all times yeah. Okay, because we need you. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. If you're going to take a nap, that's fine. But where? I got eyes on number 14. Where? Okay. So as you pivot careers, where are you going to be pivoting into? Mm. Okay. Clearly, I want this to be a track to HR. Jeremy pivoting. Exactly. And what did he do? He worked at an ad agency, and that <laughs> ad agency were human beings that he was using ads to agents over, right? Entourage. So I want you to get a job at a little company called CAA, okay? Mm-hmm. Easy to get into, super nice, super comfortable. Everyone I know who works there yeah. loves it and enjoys it and wants to spread that We can cut here. right to the end of this, which is you got to rep Joey. You got to, got to, got to rep Joey. He needs you to rep him right now. Please yeah. do it, Kindred. He saved your life. He got you out of that fucking job, didn't Kindred, he? Come on, bud. Come okay. on, dude. With me. Just help him What's out. Look, I will talk to you when you go to the fucking kitchen. Okay, he, he don't give wa- a shit. He wants to be on Married with Children. Just get him on Married with Children. Get me on that show. I've been seeing it on Freebie. I want to get He's on. Loving it. it. Just get him on that show. Please, now, bud. here's the thing that I would do, and it's multi-stepped, but it begins with what I would like to call like malignant. Mine em- was also multi-stepped. Malignant empathy. I would call this, which is that here's what you, here's what we acknowledge about this. This Say employee. It. Say it. She is lonely. She is feeling like she wants to be seen. So you begin by giving her that thing that she wants. We don't know if she's lonely. When she when she stops you, oh, you're going in, looking good. You stop and you say, I'm looking good. And you make sh- you turn it into a full conversation every time and you fully engage. If she says any aside, oh my well, my son is always doing CrossFit, you go, You have a son. What's his name? Write it ask, down. Ask, ask, ask. Take Get a notepad out. Take a you, notepad out. You literally make this person your absolute best friend. Now, here comes part two. In a work or out of work? Look, if it escalates to out of work, you're going to her house, you're watching Jeopardy, then that's part of the friendship. Okay, you're bringing her over to your house to meet your wife. You're doing all this stuff. Why can't it be like at a neutral pub? You can. You can. Have at it, buddy. You can have that too. Now, but here's what what, what has to start to happen is you have to let the friendship start detracting from your work. You need to be yeah. s- becoming so distractible. You're so preoccupied with yeah. servicing this person. And every time you're going, oh, into the kitchen, you always stop and you're going to talk to her for two and a half hours. I don't hours. know if you know this, that at certain companies, I think a lot of companies, they track your mouse movement and your acti- activity great. on a computer. That's so great. by doing that, they're going to see, oh, from guess what, from 1215 to 4.30, yeah. you weren't on your computer. What was going on? Now it should all escalate to, you're going to finally, you're going to have a meeting with the boss who's basically you're on that, are they going to fire you? Are they not going to fire you? Let's say it's me. And then you finally, you say this, you say, I just always like I always want to talk to her when I'm going to the kitchen. I have to go to the kitchen. I always have snacks. So when I see her, she's my best friend. I got to stop there. Maybe you could move her desk. They and, fire her. And then they fire her. And look, then that's on her. That's yeah. on her. She shouldn't have been asking you about what kind of mug you like. All right. Hope that helped. I really do hope that helped. So 
we're trying to stay in in the Christmas spirit year round. I would say that that's generally true of us. Yeah, you're always seeing me in July when I start talking about Christmas. Yeah. Santa, Santa's coming. It's going to be soon. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah. And so we're kind of trying to continue that tradition a little bit today by talking Christmas mass. Now this goes out to all the Catholics out there. Okay, we're specifically talking about the people who've been traumatized by the church emotionally. Okay. Oh wait, so so Christmas mass feels like I assume it's big in the evangelical. Or yeah, some if you're shit Christian, too, right? it's like Christmas. Oh, okay, big okay. Deal. But you're saying that because we both only have the experience of being raised Catholic, that we're specifically talking about the Catholic. Experience. It's the only experience I got. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can place judgments or I can assumptions on other things. That's yeah. not my spot. Well, when we were talking about this earlier, I was saying that it's basically it, it's sort of for a, a young kid trapped in a in a oh, Catholic man. community. That's sort of like a really big exciting social night where you might see your crush. Well, it's the two. There's two nights in the year. If you don't know this, if you're Catholic, okay. If you've never hung out with Catholics, if you've never been forced to go to their mass. There's Easter Mass and Christmas Mass are the two most important dates that you have to go to. Yeah, and Christmas is a party. Christmas is a party. So Christmas Mass is obviously when Jesus is born. Easter Mass is when Jesus is crucified and then rises back from the dead. Hey, you know what? I've said this before. Hey, one year, just let him go. Yeah. We don't got to... Let's just do Christmas and then let's just see what happens. Yeah. So anyway, Christmas Mass is interesting because... The times for the mass are different than any other. Time. Oh right! You can it's go nighttime basically. Go to midnight mass. Yeah, and a midnight mass. I think is, we went to like a ten o'clock or something where it seemed yeah, insanely yeah, like, late. So you can go like you know, as soon as the clock hits twelve oh one. Now it's Christmas. Technically, it's Christmas. yeah. Oh, and one thing actually, before we get all the way into the whole thing, sure. Before you think, oh, because it's this celebratory, everyone's going different times. Yeah. It's still really boring. It's still like unbelievably. There's no change to the normal structure. It's really fucking boring. And the the reason it's long and so long is because there are so many more people to receive communion. Uh huh. So now the traffic jam, which it used to be, oh, there's a hundred people here. Yeah. Because everyone has to be here. Now there is six hundred people waiting to get communion. Right. Which great, cool. That's I'm glad everyone's here. But it's like, come on, there should be a little pipe. There should be like yeah. a little speed pass. You know what I mean? Like a little, like one of those like uh, lanes you got to pay for on the freeway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Expressways. It should be like, oh, you've been here for a couple. You get it. You Dude, get- I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to like priests kind of trying to like, it's their like Seinfeld, I'm telling you for the last time kind of energy. <laughs> like they're kind of like, they're coming out like they would kind of come out with this a little bit more of a showy attitude. Oh, they also got the pageantry. You know yeah. What I mean? The robes are different. And there's bells. I remember they do a lot of bell Trees work. Trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But then they're going to really make that homily count. Oh, well, they also go, they shame everyone, the 600, right. the 500 people who are here for the first time. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, look how the church looks with everyone in the community here. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if every Sunday yeah. was like this? And you're like, that's not how you grab an audience. When I think about church now, though, or like Christmas mass, my feeling is in every single memory, I, there is n- I'm not hearing one word that is being said. No, because you're like knocking your brother. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, um, my favorite thing was always the best ways to make it look like you're kneeling, but not actually kneeling. Oh, my God. So something also to be known. There are multiple times throughout the mass where you kneel on a on the like the the, the actual aisle. yeah within the pew. There's this like drop down little, little thing you kneel on, and you it's, can kneel. It's on. you've never been to a church where it's not painful. But let me tell you this: the tech that came up with that, amazing. Yeah. 
All right, the the, the oh, engineer. Oh, the way that it drops down. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It's really, it's really, really and nice. And also someone was just like, I'm done. I'm done doing it on the stones. Yeah, father. yeah. Let no, me... it feels like, and maybe we it's should luxury. look this up. I feel like the the drop down little thing to kneel on, I feel like that's a Thomas Edison invention. M- must have been. Does, isn't that Scream of yes, Edison? The little does. gears yes, to get that thing does. to come down? Yeah, it's because great. Because it looks old timey enough where like, it's not... It's not from like you know ancient times. Or like yeah. this is a newer. No, thing. No, it's a near precursor to the steampunk era that never was. Clearly, when that Neil got dropped, you know what I'm saying? Like the actual device, yeah. America dropped. You're yeah, like, yeah, Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. America's go. balls dropped. <laughs> the, the whole tonal octave changed. Oh, dude. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But also, famously, so painful. So painful to do it because guess what? That cushion's been. I don't cushed. understand. It's Make it good. Like, is there new tech? Do you think there's new it. tech coming out now? Like memory foam? Like it's some kind of memory foam like that's being like I feel like that should be advertised on Shark Tank. I feel like right when you enter the church, they should hand you knee pads and yeah. be like, This is for you, this is for you, and you strap them on. But the the reality is is that because it's a Catholic tradition, it actually hinges on suffering. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. actually they're they're like, yeah, No, no, it can't not hurt. Yeah, it can't be that like easy. It can't not hurt. They are paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> So Catholic Mass has always been this big, big event. Now, this is something that is true for me. I went to Catholic Mass, Christmas Mass, at the Vatican. <laughs> okay? I went to the Whoa. Vatican. Now, that would be fun. For Christmas, which truly unhinged. I, I literally been, cannot even imagine. It was, was it in English? Uh, I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I, yeah. Because uh, you know, at least if, if it was just all in Italian, that would uh, that would be fun. It, it wasn't. I think it is in Italian mostly, but then there are translations or like different languages. Well, I would out. love it if I had an excuse to zone out. You know, like if it's not you even act, that they're trying to this. impart a thing. Like, the reason just... I wasn't listening was because like you are in Saint Peter's Basilica, uh-huh. watching. I mean, like I'm at the Super Bowl. You know Why were you there? So uh, my family just wanted to go. My mom wanted to go. My dad wanted to go. We're like, all right. Catholics can just go do that. You can, anyone can go, right? This is so. How do you get in? Do you buy tickets? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's another, parents are figuring that so out for sure. I do remember. This is something that I has stuck. Do, with do me. you think that the Pope sees? They're like, oh my god, it's a sellout show. Well, it's a sellout show well, tonight. It was. It was in uh, the twilight of Pope John Paul II's. Uh, oh wow. Tenure. So he, he's sort of because he was Pope when I was a kid. I I think he's sort he's of still, the the eternal Pope. I, I only refer to every Pope as Pope John Paul II. Yeah, yeah. I, although I really like Benedict Ratzinger. No, you don't like him. <laughs> you don't. You don't like him. You like the name. I like the name yeah. Benedict Ratzinger. Yeah, that yeah. guy won it. Yeah. Uh, well, Pope Benedict and then Cardinal Ratzinger. Ratzinger is his real name. You, uh, you get to choose your papal name. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. I did know that. I yeah. did know that. My papal name would be probably Droger. Yeah, yeah, I would go with Optimus Prime just because yeah. it's it's a well trodden path. Pope Droger. Yeah. So, but like it was truly unhinged, and like wow, this is something that's always stuck with me. I don't know why. I I love like if, how old are you? Oh man, must have been like fourteen or something like that. Oh, prime age. Old enough. I do remember. I had the thing. I do remember. So I, I, I Old Navy had this jacket that looked like Triple X's jacket in the original. Where it was like so it was like a leather type no, situation. No, it was it was corduroy, but it had like faux fur inside. Oh, and whoa. then I was oh I, wow. <laughs> and then I remember wearing that, and be like, I'm triple X. Yeah, yeah. So that's oh what man, I really so many fashion based delusions <laughs> as a kid. Dude, it was sick as hell. Um, and that was for for all intents and purposes like saving the world and several like you know U.S. as well as international governments asses by going to the Vatican and like you know 
Just showing face. Just showing face on people yeah. who's there. But again, this is so this is what I do. This is this is what stuck with me still. I don't know why I have this. But if there's like a crowd, whether it be at the airport or or like like people are rushing to get like a deal at Black Friday, I will let people cut in front of me. Just, just I'm like I'm truly in awe of like you like the dismissal of like uh, me or other people. Yeah, like, get to this, get to this thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just like wow. So my parents are ahead of me, and I'm I'm aware of them. I'm like clocking them. I'm like I know what I'm doing. I'm kind of like dragging back as like people are cutting in front of me, and the people that are cutting in front. How of me, tall are you at this time? Would you uh, guess six eight? And the huh. the people that are cutting in front of me are nuns, and the nuns are shoulder checking me to like <sighs> bum rush to get in. Yeah, and there's a security gate, like you know, like a little. Uh, Metal detector. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get in there quick because everyone wants to grab a good seat. Yeah. So we get in there. Wow, that's crazy. It's really crazy. So we, just so immediately not in the the uh, the attitude that the that let's say the Bible uh, would suggest. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it was it's pretty insane. Uh, so yeah, we we bust in there. We get a good seat and we just watch the whole thing go down and it's pretty chill. Actually, the 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 crazy <laughs> thing was my. My dad is a knight of St. Gregory the Great and a knight of Malta. Mm-hmm. You, Malta Malta's where the uh, the doctors were first uh, founded, like the first hospital. Mm-hmm. So the uh, knights of Malta, because of through the church, if you're like a, a doctor doing good works, and then like, you know, the church is like, we like you, we're going to make you that. Got that. But yeah. knight of St. Gregory Malta's the Malta's a tiny little island, tiny right? Island, Next tiny. to uh, But a knight Italy. of St. Gregory the Great is uh-huh. a higher tier. So knight of St. Gregory the Great is supposed to be technically like you are a protector of the pope right yeah and you got it. it's basically the church's purple heart pretty much right yeah uh no no the multi the knight of malta is like that that's oh, a, oh. Yeah. uh but there's it's just like whatever but he was wearing these, these pins lapel pins right because he's like fuck it let me see if I can. your dad was yeah and he's like yeah. let me see if I, this, this will work as we're going through there um one of the um oh fuck what are the knights called uh of the round table no 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 there's a specific name for the guards the swiss guards oh, okay in the vatican uh-huh uh, they're all from Switzerland, right? That's why they're they're a neutral state. They're yeah. there. That's why they're chosen, and they're all wearing like either they're wearing the Leonardo da Vinci outfits, or they're like casually in in suits and like an automatic weapon. Either one, sure. either way. See, like stops us and goes, "You can't, you can't like be here." And as he's like looking my dad up and down, sees the pin of Saint Gregory the Great, and goes, <laughs> his eyes widens, like follow me. Follow me, and then and, and then gives us this. He's cr- he's in the new world. Order. Yes, and then gives us this crazy scene. My dad's looking at us like, "Holy shit, it worked! It fucking worked!" Wow. And what also blew my mind up. Let me buy one of those. You can fake that pin, bud. Yeah, yeah. You can fake. There was no vetting. There was no like, where's you? What's the deal? Whatever. And maybe there was not, but like from what I remember, it was just like me, like, oh, oh, okay, come, come this way. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I saw your lanyard. I'm like, this is nuts. Like, yeah, that's graham crackers. But that mass. I remember that I was looking around and the, the thing that was amazing, again, like the pageantry of it, they were like 15 foot gold letters that spelled like some kind of Latin phrase above the St. Peter's Basilica. Uh-huh. Uh, and also within the uh, the uh, the tower that was above the Basilica, right above the, the actual altar, I just saw snipers, Roman. And nice. to be in a, 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 to celebrate mass, to be in a holy landmark. Yeah. And to, it's actually really fitting. It, to see the amount of uh, like violence that's, about to tip over possibly yeah yeah you know it's it's true no but i think it's actually fitting i think all all churches should have snipers just walking around at the top just of it in case. just so you're all scared just as hell case. the whole time I, but you're there like obviously for the pope that's mm-hmm. why they're there and whatever dignitaries and whatever people this must be a fucking shit show for them to like yeah like secure and all the other crap it's yeah, yeah. insane mm-hmm. uh, but it, show it, me that office comedy listen but it that's that was as i'm recalling christmas masses yeah the one that i really forgot 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big. It, it's there's a lot going on. Yeah. you're gonna forget this. I'm one. gonna forgot. I'm gonna forgot that one. Yeah, but this yeah. is what I would do about Christmas mass. Okay, <laughs> yeah. this is what I would do about Christmas mass. Number one, make it short. Yep, make it short and sweet. If we're celebrating a birth, you know who doesn't want to be bothered and have 600 people there? Mary. Yeah. Just the idea. Why don't we start celebrating the fact that this lady just birthed the yeah. son of God? She's presumably. just beginning the postpartum journey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she doesn't need all of us there right now. space, but we should technically recreate the exact night where we all come and we just like get like, hey, just bring five bucks and then yeah. just get the hell out. Yep. Just go like, hey. You come in silently. Silently. Yeah, I, I would agree with you that Christmas mass should be, you walk up, everyone's trying to be as quiet as possible and not she wake the baby. baby. They're gonna and they didn't want to. They don't want to wake the baby. They want baby. Mary to rest. You go in. You slip in hey, five bucks. Thanks. And like, hey, do you have any Eucharist? Huh? And they're, they're, do you have any Eucharist? I We're out. The low wafers. Yeah, I know what they do. Are. You have any wine? No, the wafers are not Eucharist. Do you, oh, do you have any wine? The, the wafers are no. I don't buy Eucharist. I know. I know. I know. Do you have any? But I would actually take unconsecrated. You want a cracker? Do you have any cracker? No. No, you don't. And then the wine. Did you hear me ask about the wine? You said that. Yeah, I was saying, do you have any wine? What is this? Why are you coming and ask me for food? Uh, just drink? here's the five bucks. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, tell Mary. This congrats. is four dollars. Uh, let me this here. Take this. Take this. It's a credit card. Yeah. Can you swipe it? Do you have a one gift the, card? I don't know if this or, is there. You, any, you keep that. You how keep much it. is on the gift card? I think it should be one dollar. I'm pretty sure it should be one dollar. So that should tip. So you want me to use this? Because then it's five. No, it's not. All I right. Can't. God bless. God bless you, and congrats to Mary. <laughs> so that's what we think should go down. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, like yeah. Because that's short and sweet. It's a better interaction overall. Because that guy who didn't have that extra buck and he gave that dead card that there was no cash on. That guy, he's going home and he's feeling immense guilt. Ooh, and that's what you want to feel. But it was also the relief of you you endured the moment. Yeah. You're going to get caught later. You're still going to see that guy. And he's yeah. going to be like, I checked the car. There's nothing on it. Like, he knows. I also want to say this. And I already know I did my doo-doo. And I'm not allowed to go back. But go back? You want to go back to the doo-doo? Uh, no, no. I want to go back to, like, you know, the actual thing. Uh, I've already said my, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. You're outside of the doors and the right, doors right. are closed. But I'm going to go back, though. Because and the you, gates are high and they have the little, uh, the, they bend but out. But I can squish you. my body into yeah. a little narrow rectangle. But and we're all watching. Right we're all going, like, because we were all watching going, wow, he did that with such dignity. Yeah. He left with such dignity. He said exactly what he would do and he left yep. and now we're watching you try to crunch your body in and shove back in is that no matter whether it's easter or christmas the amount of frustration and anger that every family has when they enter that building is something i'll never forget mm. wrangling all these people who truly don't want to go yeah they're, they're, i don't know many oh i always think of how my mom would make us dress yep nobody really everyone wants like i understand the want to be there in the celebration of the faith i get that but the like the, the timing of it and everything, the stress oh, and of the Oh, and the parking holidays. is the worst of all the parking. Every, yes, everyone's just like, you fucking... The amount of stress... And you get the worst seats. Oh, you do. My you family do. would always get... We're always you we're got in the late. very, very back late. row, yeah. Yeah, uh, but like that's... That, and, and by the way, I'm spending 20 to 30 minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dumping. <laughs> I'm saying to my mom, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. And then she, she can't stop it. It's already a runaway train the second yeah. you've said it. And so yeah. you're already on the move. You gotta go. And then I'm just kind of wandering around yell you while Yeah, exactly. From the pew. But I just also want... Just making that point of like the amount of frustration and uh, whisper fighting mm. is going down as well as like loud fighting. I think that's just an appropriate thing for any any faith-based holiday tradition. Mm-hmm. I guess the thing that I would do about um, uh, Christmas mass yeah. is I, I really would, I want it to be amplified into a, like a, it's a pure vessel for stand-up comedy. Like I think that year round the priest is doing all priest stuff, but then yeah. at the end we go, we get rid of all of the normal ceremony. Yep. And the priest has to put on a, a like basically like a, a one man show. 
and he's not reading. You don't get to pull from the Bible. You don't Whoa. get to do any of that stuff. You just got to riff and you got to come up with. It's kind of like that year. How much you know. do you really know? Yeah, exactly. So like you got to riff and it, we need a lot of the same. We need some Bible stuff for sure. But you got to yeah. be really prepared. You got to be off book. Yeah. And it's got to be really funny. And you got to constantly up your game. Like I just think that. Well, if you got, a, let's say my room is normally one hundred. Now I got six hundred. Yeah, I'm trying to crush that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying you can come out. You're dressed like fucking uh, Rodney Dangerfield, and you're gonna do like this year. The whole thing's Dangerfield, and you're just gonna do that. Well, also it's fun to bring a theme to Christmas. Because then also we're gonna be more excited to go. The main issue I always have is I'm not excited. It's going to be same old shit. Going to do the same. But, but if old I walk hat. out there and he starts and he's doing the fucking Andrew Billy Dice Clay, <laughs> he's doing Andrew Dice Clay. He's got his his hickory pre, his dickory dock. But it's his priest garb, but it's made to look like Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, it's really heavy on him. Yeah, that would be sick with the gloves and he's smoking a cigarette the whole time. Yeah, All yeah. Right. And you just commit, and you just commit. And you he shoot it in black and white. Character. You shoot it in black and white. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, I initially had a certain title for this. Mike has changed it. You say your title first. Yeah, okay. I made the title for this subject, Our Odor Slash Our Stank. Now, my initial title for this was Smell Goods. Yeah. And I don't know about anyone else, but I was raised in a situation where cologne, perfumes, deodorants, etc. were all called Smell Goods. Uh, what do you got in your smell goods? Right, and because the, they make you smell good. And I was raised in a place where we just all smell like shit. That's it, <laughs> and that's just what the thing is. I will say, cologne is something I always assumed I was going to have to learn about, and I never did. You don't need to. Like this for is, my whole is... growing up, I was always like, cologne was always in things. Cologne, you know, like yeah. it was always being used as like yeah. a thing in plots. It was like, uh, uh, like quicksand. It, it was, I would say it popped up about as much as quicksand did. I, I do believe, but you don't need to know it at all. And then it's actually bad most of the time. Like well, from it, what I've understood and read. That cologne clogs your pores. Great. So, okay, great. Now it's a LaCroix. What do you got there? Lemoncello? Lemoncello, which I I brought out here as sort of to pay for my sins because I don't like it anymore. Okay. Why do you drink it? Because I, I bought it recently out of a kind of, I was like, oh, yeah. Remember how, I, how you like that? And then remember how you got over it? And I, I thought, well, let's see where so I'm at with it remember you don't like it. Yeah. And then I was like, let's just get it. Let's see. And yeah, I just yeah, I don't like it. Glad I'm glad you spent eighteen dollars on that <laughs> two pack. Mm-hmm. Cologne's not that good for you, apparently. It like clogs your pores, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm all I've also not been around that good for you. Well, I, I don't know, like the true fucking terror. Sure, cologne, sure, but, sure. But I and I've also been around a lot of people who have some kind of sensitivity to smell or colognes that like tr- like they get allergic or something. They just make a comment to me. They're like, because I'm not wearing cologne, but I'm like, oh, the body wash is nice. And it's just like a level of fragrance that I guess is non-threatening. I don't even know if it's real or not. Whatever. Sure. That is what they're saying. Uh, but I have heard that cologne clogs your pores and it's like, sure. oh, look, long-term, not good for you, right? A little bit uh, as you go. And I also think cologne was kind of this uh, man lie that we said to each other. It was like, do you know what you got to get? And we kind of just told it internally, like, ladies love this. But it's like, no, they don't. Or maybe they yeah. do. You, you know, I don't. I don't know if they've ever liked I, it. I, I sort of think that a lot of people are probably like mixing up. Like when someone loves you, they kind of just like love all your shit, like all yeah, your yeah, weird yeah. shit. So she's not saying like, I love whatever fucking Black Panther cologne you wear. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, she loves you and she loves your scent. I, I do as think a so. I mean, obviously, there are perfumes and colognes that smell fantastic, but it's like no one gets the right amount. Everyone douses. I yeah. Mean, I used Axe Body Spray. That was our, our smell good. And yeah. The, the, like, That's the, one of the sins of, of oh, our generation's youth is the, the use of, of Axe. The amount of aerosol that I sprayed on my body. Yeah. I could not. I can't, that can't be good. 
Every instead of shower. Well, and also, it's the smell was insanely overpowering. Oh yeah. Well, because it had to destroy whatever prepubescent or pubescent like teenage boys like uh, what you call burgeoning sweat glands were producing. It's yeah. Always smell like hamburgers. It was shocking when I had to start wearing deodorant when Insane. suddenly I have bad bo. But the reason I wanted to bring this up was I want to understand the where we got how, like where is this? Yeah. Because I know like shaving. Cutting our hair, manicuring our nails, etc. Like the, the aesthetic. Yeah, of it's all looking. showing this elevated status. Yeah, it's like we are part of a culture. We are, you know, we are like not barbarians, etc. Yeah. And well, the the human instinct to change like the nature around them is pretty pervasive. That just mm-hmm. they're like, I am. Look how it, enlightened and high I am. I smell. Like as well as like thing. the Tom Fords, et cetera, certain smells cost X amount, whatever, to show uh-huh. your value, et cetera. <laughs> but I was like, okay, where did this come from? And I think we're fairly familiar. Some of us might not be, but I, I think it's like a pretty common knowledge. I, I'm not familiar. Egyptians okay. would were like, uh, as far as I, I can understand, like in recorded history, were the first to use perfumes and like different oils and all that oh. stuff to make themselves smell better. That's and, nice. Like, look better and all mm-hmm. this other shit, right? Uh, the Greeks then adopted that, as we know, of like constantly bathing, right? Public baths, etc. And then everything took a turn. And I'm I want you to guess where it did. At Abercrombie. No, no, no. Where it took a turn in our history. I meant historical Abercrombie I'm, and Fitch. No, like the historical one. No, where do you think it in took ancient a, Greece? Where do you think it took a turn? Where we stopped getting the smell goods on us. At like, the Abercrombie and Fitch store in ancient shut Greece. Shut the fuck up, dude. That's literally what I believe. Hey, Mike, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to actually do something correct and something right. It's, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to educate people on a thing that they might not give a shit about. But you know how I make them give a shit? Because I let them know that I got a passion for it. And this passion is toxic. It's a parasite going and through my spine, mm-hmm. into my brain, out my eyes, mm-hmm. okay? But what about what you're saying through your mouth? I control that. Ain't yeah. no fucking way that parasite yeah. tell me what the fucking... Get your hands off of me. If that parasite wants to tell me what to say he's gonna fucking fight me in a battle yeah, okay. royale so, this sunday 8 45 p.m at the glasgow coliseum so did it start in the shut the fuck up in the middle L- ages you dumbass in, in the fucking middle ages the church said being like naked or like all stuff was a sin it's better than also oh so right no, bathing bathing yeah, was yeah. a sin oh now i'm listening again right. i guess i gotta listen again you fucking right so it was a huge like uh, as as so many times we just we just because the fuck. temptation was too high that's oh, what yeah. the ancient oh, christian my said god everyone's bathing and getting clean who wouldn't get horned up yeah if you're stinky and full of mud no one's gonna want to plug you well no i think it was actually about masturbating it, it was like the idea that cleaning your uh body would make you want to talk yeah 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 i believe so i that ain't wrong it ain't wrong. You got to yeah, clean it, wrong. and then you get you get a little too Man, vigorous. The evil genius who was like, "Dude, if you clean, you're gonna tug." Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta stop. No, well, the, 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 we gotta the, stop. the evil sex addict in the church yes. for sure is who was saying. Oh that. my god! <laughs> like whatever that tug freak was going uh-huh. through. It's like, look, did you got the problem? I mean, I would say that as far as my own bo goes, I I I, I basically the 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 conversation starts and ends with deodorant, and then that's as far as I go. But we it. also know you don't shower. You haven't. Yeah, you have an aversion to showering. I. I shower. I'm a shower guy. Now. I, I tr- Oh, you're saying when we live together and I would... No, no, no. This is a conversation we had here. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, I never wash my hair. I try to I try to not wash my hair because it gets insane if I wash well, it. How often do you shower? I probably shower every other day. Have we have a day? Yeah, I did say something <laughs> weird in there. I definitely did. Sounds like yeah. this is an untrue. No, no, no. It, I would say probably about every other day. It is. It, it's a little <laughs> bit harder for me with a child. I, I've discovered. Like, I really gotta. I really gotta have it on my calendar to take a shower. Yeah. But I've been exercising a lot lately, and exercise necessitates showering. You gotta shower. Yeah. You so. gotta shower. 
So my bo, I, I think, is under control. I shower every day, and I am. But you, you're a deal. You're still you do cologne and shit. No, 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 no. Because no, you had a cologne in your in your room. Oh, I have them, but I've never. Uh, uh, I don't uh. use them. It's like a gift. Like, oh, like, and oh, so it right. just sits there. Oh, that's interesting. Because yeah. I'd always see it in your room and no, go like, no, oh, right. interesting. I've never even noticed that he has a. Cologne no, I don't. Smell I'm just like I got it as a gift, and I'm like, not nah, why? Throw, this is nice. I'm, I, what if I need it? What if yeah. in an emergency someone's like, we need cologne, we need cologne yeah, now? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I have it. I have He's it. choking. He's choking. Pour the cologne on me. And I'm like, okay. And I do that. And he smells really uh-huh. good. And like, it goes on a date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the first thing he says in the thing, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I saw that guy choke. And then he goes, oh my God, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, it was crazy. He's like, I'll pay. Uh-huh. And then I, boom, now like I got a free fucking dinner. Yeah. It's kind of genius. Maybe I should work alone. Great. All right. Well, this is what I would do. <laughs> Mike, pay a fucking tension, dude. <laughs> pay a fucking tension. This is what pay I would, a fucking tension. This is what I would do about odor, stank, and smell goods. Okay. Yeah. What I would like to do is I would like to kind of get like a uh, um, a silicone mold of our bodies. You go in there. Yeah, you're nude. Okay. And you get a mold of your body. Once that mold is completed, we fill that mold with a certain kind of smell good inside and out. Okay. Smell good? Smell good. <laughs> We then drill the holes where your nose is and your mouth is, right? And into the silicone thing. No, not into it. Out of it. So now the mold has like an opening where you're... Okay, okay. You're not listening, and then you're making these crazy comments. Shut the fuck up and listen to me for a second, okay, Mike? This episode is truly unhinged. First, you attack the audience, okay? And you say they got like clunkers when they say... There they are some clunkers. Then, then then you go off to the thing about, about, about all the other shit we were talking about, and then you don't even fucking listen to me, okay? And I am then listening. You're, you you're, allowed me to go back on the Christmas mask thing when you should have said, you can't, dude. You've already done it. You get... um, You have uh, like a thing. You decide that you're mad about one thing and then that becomes the the thematic anger for the the time that we're hanging out you're welcome like you're gonna like even when we continue to hang out after this then you're gonna be talking about how i'm not listening how i'm distracted yeah but that's just the new one that's just what you're saying today and that's got my attention right right yeah no that's true it, it helps you to fixate on a thing like that exactly that makes sense actually so you cut you cut out the mouth, mm-hmm. cut out the nose holes, right, mm-hmm. and the eye holes, right, mm-hmm. and the ear holes too, mm-hmm. and maybe a little like a little bit from the knee. You cut like in the back of the knee. Yeah, okay. Bend. So you shape it a little bit, and you give some holes. It's already shaped like you. Mm-hmm. It's a silicone. I hole. have this weird feeling that you're kind of disagree with everything no, that I'm I not. say. No, okay. I'm not. So you have cologne on the inside mm-hmm. and cologne on the outside. Uh-huh. I mean, it's soaked in it. Yeah. So, I mean, in a way that will never rub out. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, I'm not talking about tugging. tugging it, yeah. <laughs> but it's on the mind. It it's is on, on the, the mind. mind. So it's, it's probably mind. partially it but is it's what you're talking about. But it's not what I meant. About. Not at all. Maybe. Not at all. Once that mold is finished, right? Yeah. Definished? We, yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's not completely de- finished. Okay. Deficiency, right? Not complete efficiency. <laughs> never mind. Right? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so, so I take you, because let's just use the example. Yeah. You were what was molded, right? Yeah, yeah. I put you now completely nude. Back into that silicone mold, but the eyes are popped out, the nose, the mouth, the ears. So I can breathe. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And a little bit of a neck behind the knee so you can bend, right? Yeah. You are now encased in that fantastic smell. Cologne but- on the inside, cologne on the outside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And now... I don't know about it being on the inside. <laughs> I want you to smell it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll still smell it from the outside. So I got not. the holes. I no, got the holes. You might not because of a strong wind. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't go away. Okay. And uh, so now you get to walk around the world. So the silicon or silicon is is made of the it's made of the cologne substance. No, it just Oh, I almost think it should be. It's so that it naturally has that that smell cuz I right. think it will go away. You're no, saying no. it's just coated? It's coated. I don't think that's going to last. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> if you make like some polymer thing of the the chemical used to make the cologne 
and you use that to create the silicone cast. No, no, no. No, no you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. And then, so now you get to put on your clothes. Obviously, you're going to have to get a little size larger because you got the silicone mold, which yeah, like, yeah. makes your body bigger. Right. right. But like after that. Yeah, then it's all Gucci. <laughs> You can walk around the yeah, world. You'll no never, problem. You'll never need to shower again. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do about pissing and shooting because yeah. I didn't figure that I out. I worry about what that's doing to your pores. <laughs> what? The, this, this whole silicone suit. I wonder what that's doing to your pores. You're talking about the before that cologne is bad for your pores. This, I'm like, this this has to be bad for your pores. How? Because it's both the cologne and you have this like thing covering all of your skin, your pores. Sealed completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, you got the holes where your nose and ears and eyes and mouth are. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, and the little thing behind your knee. That's just neck so you can bend? Yeah, well, I think it's a bad idea. Now, the thing that I would do is I would say that I, I want a little bit more of like cross-communication between my my feelings and my wants and my preferences and my body. Like I kind of – I wish that I could just like make these certain things happen for wish my body. Is granted. And so, yeah, in, 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 my, in my ideal world, we have an ability to our, – our bodies, we have, like, scratch and sniff technology. And whatever you scratch and sniff off, that is the smell that you're most interested in or into at that time. Like, so a couple months ago, mine would be limoncello. Yeah. And then so I would go, scratch? like, now I want to – just anywhere on your body, anything. If, if you any, – any sort of friction on your body creates the, so your you chosen smell. psychologically go, I like this smell. Yeah, you go, you know, I'm really into bananas right now. And then you just start, like, scraping skin off. Yeah. And then, yeah, people will get carried away with it, and it will become, like, a known condition. So, so just, the further I – like, the deeper I scratch, does the smell intensify? Could be. I mean, there's only kind of one way to find out. Well, this is yours, so you tell yeah, me. Yeah, so every person has that personal journey of – how far do I want to go with the scratching? How much do I need to know how much the how how intense it gets? Uh-huh. You know where I would go because like, like let's say that you're riding your bike and you hit a rock and you fall off and you get a huge gash on your knee. Fucking smells amazing. Yeah, but you don't want that because you want the EMTs to like make it smell bad so they help yep. you. That's why people help you. Right, is because they're like your blood smells bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that. I know that. But so yeah, so just normal scratch and sniff technology for the human skin to be whatever. It's not flavor normal. You like. Techno- normal scratch and sh- sniff. <laughs> yeah, you can't say it. You're wrong. Yes, All I right, can. Moving I'm right. talking about Adam Shift. Normal scratch moving, and sniff Adam Shift. <laughs> moving right along. Mike really wanted to talk about this. We already mentioned up on the pod he's in a somber mood. So he was like, let's just bring something here that's going to bring us together. Yeah. And we're talking about nuclear proliferation hey well said thank you so much well said yeah you know it's a it's a recent uh like cover topic on scientific american and i was just kind of reading about it and i'd read some book recently about some nuclear program stuff and and yeah just kind of a little bit on my mind and you know like uh basically with like all the world conflicts and everything going on right now a bunch of places china russia and america are all sort of like re-enriching plutonium and uranium and like building technology for better rockets and all this sort of shit which they haven't done in like 30 years and so like you know it was basically just making me think about like the sort of moral questions at the heart of nuclear warheads and everything and i was just kind of going like like my my main thought the reason i wanted to talk to you about this is as i was reading it i was just thinking like the the main conceit that this sort of idea of mutually assured destruction like which has helped in a bunch of places mm-hmm. in global conflicts. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like, oh, that's just not going to last. Like, we're just, like, in a period before... No, I think I, it does last. Because, be, like, what we... I should, mean, that's the gamble. The whole gamble is, well, is like, do you think it'll well, last? Because then the, you rule what? Right. You rule what? Right. Um, I do believe the countries that don't have nukes 
are just going to become parking lots eventually. Like we're just going to become no man's lands. Of like, yeah. you know, it's like, nah, well, you don't got nukes. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I don't know what the, all the proxy wars that happen all the time because it's like one superpower can't fight you directly. I mean, yeah. like uh, Ukraine and Russia, right? Yeah. Uh, and our nukes are so much stronger now than, oh my. than and, they were And before. also, again, to speak about Mission Impossible. They call it super nukes now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So it's probably more horrific and more. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you're like, I guess if we all die immediately, that's fine. Yeah, I guess you can it only is, hope. Yeah. You can only yeah, hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what hope. it is. But it, there's something like if, if like 10 or 6 oh, yeah, yeah. something the warheads go up, then it's like you, we the don't world. have a functional atmosphere. Right, anymore. right. The yeah. world is, is like in, in uh, pure chaos. Yeah. Which again, really fun to think about, really fun to but, talk about. But my feeling is that like I feel like there's this growing like global tension that I feel like so stressed about. Where I, I go like it feels like there are more people who are like real psychopaths with like really no coherent agenda in, yeah. and and they're they're so scared of losing power and then they have like the ultimate no, no, weapons think, of destruction. We we've we've talked about like the kings wearing asbestos like you know mm-hmm. uh, garments because they were fire uh, retardant right, like, right. them going insane because of it. So I don't I think we're more aware of it. I also think social media reddit whatever you're on just pushes bad shit so that's on the forefront of everyone's mind well no but i'm saying like i i'm literally i'm not reading any of this from like any source like like a scientific american is like it's so like has no like it's just like these are the things that are occurring yeah, or the whatever agenda of scientific america is to be scientific in america yeah right <laughs> but my point is that like it, it's more like just thinking about like the sort of frailty of everything in the world And then thinking like, because what social media and like, you know, news proliferation and all that sort of shit has really done in in my mind is show me like just the way in which all of these people in power are like really just people like just so normal, dumb idiots. But I mean, that's we know anyone. Right. But so but I'm saying like, but now it's like all the people who are in power. It's all of the technology is way more insane. There's way more of it. And there's like way more ease of access. And like. And then there's way more mounting hostility. Like it just, it it's like a, it's stressful just from the perspective, even without knowing, like I'm not super politically engaged, knowing just what people are like. To me, I go, that seems like a pretty tenuous thing that we're saying like, this will keep all war stuff at bay. This idea of mutually assured destruction. To me, I'm like, the Russia, Ukraine situation to me, I'm just like, oh, people, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it's really keeping... I don't know, the tiger at bay. Geopolitical relationships, I have no idea. I'm only aware of like what's given on the surface. You know what I'm saying? That I yeah. can speculate based on that. So it's something that's interesting because it obviously affects us all. Yeah. I, I have I to that point of the conversation, it's something that I don't think most of us think about. I jump general, I don't know most people, but just because you're like, what are you gonna do? Well, no, no, definitely it's a what are you gonna do, who knows kind of situation. But like, you know, my feeling is is like so many of the the things are it, that are going on politically make me feel like oh people they don't care uh, about like the things that I would expect them to care about like people in charge you say yeah like they're just like oh no we don't care we'll just do that thing like I I feel like the I think for me watching the climate crisis and the way that people are like we know it's bad. And that, like, climate scientists are like, if it goes up two degrees and it's like, we're already just hitting it, it's going up two degrees kind of thing, that I'm just going like, oh, then at the heart of the people in charge is this type of nihilism or and denialism where it's like, 
you're just you're gonna just keep going in the interest no. of money and things that don't matter and it's like you're dooming the entire species so then i go and then we're depending on the same people who are making that decision to doom us in the interest of basic ideas of capitalism and shit to then do the right thing when it comes to a nuclear war i'm like why what what basis is there for us to think that anyone is is doing the right thing merry christmas everybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the special Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. To go from your odor, my odor, whatever. Yeah, that's true. But you know, it's I'm you're right. I'm you're interested. Not, you're it's, not wrong. But again, it's it, it, for our represented republic, right? And all this shit. It's like you got to vote. Yeah, that still matters. That's still an actionable thing. Local is so much more important uh, than we realize. It's that all those things that we've been rebaptizing. As yeah, like how our government works and how we can be involved is what well, all we can do. Yeah. I have no unless I am part of the military that deals with nuclear proliferation or de-escalations, etc. I'm like I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't yeah. even. I, what's that? What's that new computer that just got? Uh, the government was like, oh, we're doing um, quantum computing. Quantum computing. Uh-huh. That, that, they told us that was going down. Yeah, that's already crazy. I'm like, so what? Don't we know? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. If you're yeah. letting us know that that's going. So I. Well, fortunately, stuff like quantum computing. Um, I feel like governments uh don't under like. It, the people working on it are like it's almost like we can't understand it ourselves yeah like it's so complex so i go oh the government won't figure out how to use that yeah but then some asshole's gonna be like how can i put a spear on it yeah you know what i mean true. So, i yeah. don't know but like all of this is very concerning it uh, literally affects all of us yeah and uh yeah but it's almost like the, you're saying basically like the scale the magnitude of the problem is so large that you just gotta stop worrying and love you the told us that there's only 150 people that i can keep into my brain yeah, for personal yeah. relationships yeah this isn't one of the relationships i'm keep circulating around <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah and if i do i think i'm like also exer- uh, exercising not in the way of working out right but in the way of like a demon get, get rid of that demon right in my brain where now i'm cutting it down to maybe there's only 20 people i can keep in my right. life because Dunbar's number because of my like you know paranoid delusions of like what's yeah. going down now i are there, has there been more than enough experiences in our lifetime to say that everything sucks but yeah 100 or or just that you can't like i think the climate crisis is really the main thing to me where i just go like wow it's how can people just continue to do like governments like how can they continue to just do things that are so against the survival of the species it's so crazy because they're thinking like well i can get this or i can get that i mean yeah. They, yeah, like what's well, the abstraction of time too they're yeah, like well that are, time scale who cares yeah yeah right it's it's selfish people greedy people doing it or even people with good intentions who are trying to like uh work together with across the aisle or whatever the fuck it is right so yeah, yeah it sucks dude because the, the job is they're getting paid to do something that's their yeah. job so it's not they they didn't get hired uh, you know what I mean? With a set income for life to be like, make this the best world we can. I think what I would do with nuclear proliferation is I think I would go more in like the nuclear enrichment and using nuclear power. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like nuclear power is actually like a pretty interesting yeah, direction for us to go in as far as we renewable like energy and stuff. more reactors? Yeah, but public opinion about nuclear energy is pretty bad. Like yeah. there's a lot of fear and then there's also that feeling of like that the stakes are just so high, you mm-hmm. know, like if you look at, you know, Fukushima or... Uh, um, what's the Russian one again? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. Like you look at those and you go, oh, well, the, you know, even if it's a 0.1% probability of like a mass disaster, it's still a mass disaster. I'd rather have a coal mine explode. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's really unfortunate though, where you go like, I guess so. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. It's just like, that's, that's, a more, it's like, it's a disaster regardless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. But the, the, it's the, the it's the time it scale yeah, for yeah, the nuclear stuff yeah. where it's like now that area is uninhabitable. Well, we can't have a target there. That's yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is what I would do about nuclear proliferation. Keep the nukes. Yeah. Every, I make as many nukes as you want. Except Save the nukes, except yeah. Except none of them can be on rockets. None of them can be on rockets. Okay. Every country gets one person with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. and all the nukes are into baseballs. Mm. And if you want to hit them, I'm like, you got to have that guy or that girl, yeah. whoever it is, hit that baseball. Or they can. Hopefully it reaches its target. And it's a lifelong, yeah, so it's you, local enemies only, and the fallout will affect you as well. Local, buddy, that's not going that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, local is in like local, one block like, over. That's yeah. your town. But so just a question, a technical question. Sure. The guy who's hitting the nuke balls, he is that his he's like a Dalai Lama, like that's for his whole life he's doing that, or yeah, it's I mean, an elected guy. Unless he gets like a Tommy John surgery on his elbow or something. Yeah. He's if he's unable to do it, then he can retire, but otherwise it's a lifelong position until he dies from nuclear radiation. I, I don't first off. Didn't even cross my mind you can die from nuclear radiation. Oh, didn't, yeah. Didn't even yeah. know that was possible. I, I think it's redundant. Just radiation. I don't think he can. Yeah. They, whatever. We cycle through it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. And if it, if we go through, whatever. And then guess what? It's going to get to a certain critical mass where people are like, I don't want to be the baseball guy. Yeah. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And then guess what? We start ticking away and be like, maybe we shouldn't do the nukes anymore. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Because any kind of mass, any, any weapon of mass destruction, it's got to be just some dude with a baseball and a baseball bat. Yeah. That's how I get it over there. Yep. And there's going to be some sluggers, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. going to be some, there's going to be some like historical phenoms. Who's like, actually, that was like a little far out of the yeah. park. It's almost scary to be, wait, wait, wait. Is there a catcher? Oh, shit. No. You know, because there's there a pitcher? Like, there's, what's there's the, it's, it's one guy. So it's pitching a pitching machine. machine. Oh, and it's throwing heaters. Uh huh. Throwing like 180 mile per hour. Pitch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you, okay, so this guy's got to train his whole life. Aluminum bat too. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's about as bad as it can get, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. I think that's a good idea because it's yeah. such a bad idea. What about a foul ball? Shit. I love. Yeah. No. No. That is actually really Shit. scary. Yeah. Okay. We're well, moving right along. Now, this is an interesting one. We, we've we done something here today that we've never done in the history of the pod. We got along. <laughs> Which is that the, <laughs> we we just didn't write a topic down for this last and little And in section. no disrespect to you. Actually, yeah. in more respect. Because yeah. we believed that we were going to get to a topic by this point. Now, yeah. if you're asking yourself, did they? Well, that's for you to hear. That's for you to hear and for, for we to decide. Understand. Mm-hmm. So, out of all the things that we spoke about, the thing that's really circled around for me, yeah, is Christmas. I can't get that off. Yeah, now, I know we spoke about Elf on the Shelf before, mm-hmm. right? And I just saw that ranch, ranch dressing. Yeah, right. Whatever is that? What's it called? Uh, Hidden Valley. Sure. Has a, a mascot that they've created to be like a a, a challenger to Elf on the Shelf. It's like Delph on a desk or something. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Uh-huh. But it's, it should be a little Delph. Do I, Dad, I'd like to fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah on a shelf. Be. But it's it's still a, a Hidden Valley's ranch bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we all just like kind of like, it's all it's like a big elaborate joke where we all act like it's sexual. Like we all are like, now that's a Delph. And we <laughs> all are pointing at <laughs> a, just a bottle of ranch. Look at that Delph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone like high-fiving it's, it. Maybe it's an elaborate prank on one person. It's a worldwide elaborate prank on one guy in an office. Probably some executive at Hidden Valley yeah. who sits right by the kitchen. Ooh, now that's a Delph. And you're looking at a bottle. That joke got way out of hand way too quickly. Yeah. But I love <laughs> the capitalist way to 
like like attack Christmas in this way that I think yeah. is, when people are like, oh, Chris, they're, they're taking Christmas away from us or whatever the fuck is. Like we spoke about last time, you don't even know the history. Christmas is not a it yes christmas is a, is a christian holiday but like the origins of it aren't christian so it's like it's been, yeah. it just evolves it's going to constantly evolve but how we have injected capitalism into it so far yeah. to like elf on a shelf well capitalism this, is so injected into our identities oh yeah it's, everything. it's pretty it's wild everything. it's the only way to live but there th- i love these the, uh, the new lore the new mythologies that were gifted because elf on a shelf comes with the book right there's right, not, that's and like, right. Yeah, and you read the book. Aloud. We we actually recently got Elf on a Shelf, but we haven't introduced it. Yet. I don't know if you should. I'm into it. it. It was really making me laugh to think about. But Elf on a Shelf, the elf looks demonic. Yeah, yeah, it's but the, I'm picturing the way that my daughter would find it like exciting, and it sounds really fun to me. What my question to you then is? Yeah, this is what I really want to talk about. What are you planning to do? Because I don't even know if you've thought about this, but this is where you're really going to have to incubate and then throw up what that information is now sure you're gonna have to create a new christmas tradition for your family yeah in line with elf on the shelf in line with sandy clausy what is it gonna be that is yours it's trademarked by you you know what i mean yeah guess what you're gonna put it on ig it's gonna blow up you're gonna create a new business that's what your new life is gonna be when people know what this is oh you're asking me to come up with a thing yeah because that's what you're gonna Mm. have to do as a parent you're gonna have to create a new tradition that could be hey oh guess what all right i have my pitch um, so my tradition would be this. I want to have, cause I'm picturing this as Shark Tank technology. It, you, you have, it's a pop up, uh, pillow fort and it's like, Whoa. and it's for Christmas. And so it's like Christmas. It's like everyone goes to bed. You hit the little pop up pillow fort thing. And then it's going to convert the entire interior to the house to a big pillow fort. Interesting. So it fills the space, pillows, blankets, and then it makes the entire house cozy woozy for the whole day. And then you press a little button and it all sucks back so down. So imagine, I don't even know if this is the correct technology, but LIDAR tech. Right, it's gonna map the entire home. That's right. Right, and then you're gonna press a button somewhere. It's gonna tell you where it needs. Kind of like Iron Man tech. Yeah, like I totally. press a thing and then it but all. My fear is like, yeah. let's say someone's in the house, you'd know about it. Yeah. Right. You know, let's say I'm there doing. No, there are always gonna be casualties. And then you press it, yeah. I get squished up against the wall by a pillow, though. Yeah, and die. Well, because it's pressed up against the entire yeah. home. Yeah. And yeah. it does a one for one of everything that's in there. So like that technology. Well, I guess maybe the, can't the technology <laughs> scan to see if something's alive in there? Sure, but you're going to pay the premium every month. You're only using well, it for I, one I week just, out of the, the year. My thinking here is that, like, well, everyone's going. I said when everyone goes to bed or whatever that I do it. So, like, actually, so I understand that everyone's in the house. No, 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 no. You've made this. I, you've I'm, made this. I'm actually telling you as a legal person that, like, you need to think about that because you're going to get sued. Yeah. Well, then the way that the technology works is like it's not popping up from the ground and then like you know smashed against the walls. Yeah. It's more like it's really delicate and sweet, and it comes up nice and slow. It's more like in the Harry Potter land where there are no casualties. I love it. Thank you. I guess the tradition that I'm going to create is that every year, uh, Christmas Eve, I leave the family that I have, Mm. and I start a new family with someone else, and then every Christmas Eve, I leave that family. Yeah. And then eventually, when I have 25 families, that's when I go around and I go, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Uh And then I... I And you're definitely coming through the chimney. Some homes aren't going to have chimneys. Yeah. (laughs) Then a window... Yeah, and then in 20 years, 25 years from now, there will be a podcast called Santa Dad, <laughs> and then it's all about this sociopathic behavior. And isn't that the greatest gift? Yeah, content. Isn't that the greatest gift to my children? Yeah. <laughs> giving them a platform? Yep, and to voice a- their grievances with you? Come on. Yeah. Now, that's a good dad. That's a really, really good dad. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So, here we go. 
you are given an opportunity to replace. I'll take it. <laughs> you know what? That's that's my first one. <laughs> okay. Um, you're in line in the AMC. Oh. You're trying to see a new release of the new Batman that hasn't yet to come out. Hasn't yet. <laughs> to come out. As you go to the ticket kiosk, you notice that the person inside the booth looks like someone you went to high school with. You ask if it's Tyler. It's not. Mm. You didn't really recognize him that well. Like, okay. You yeah. got your ticket. You go inside. The person who's cutting the tickets you think looks like someone you went to high school with. Mm-hmm. You ask if it's Tyler. It's not. So okay. I got Tyler on the mind. I guess. That's yeah. just who you're seeing. Yeah. You go up to get a Twizzler and a popcorn and a Diet Coke. Large. Yeah. You go up there and you realize that the person behind that counter looks like someone you went to high school with. You go, excuse me, is your name Tyler? They go, it's not. What do you do? I immediately check into a hospital. <laughs> I'm telling them, like, I have something. It, I, I assume it's like an early onset dementia type thing because uh-huh. I keep thinking everyone's Tyler and that I went to high school with them. Yeah. And it's just, it's something I'm really What if they don't about. accept you because they're like, I don't believe that? Then I, I guess I'll go to a different hospital. Okay. You are told by, uh, it's like a precog style thing, like from Minority, Minority Report. Report yes. It's telling you, it, it's making more of like a premonition as opposed to like a, a violent crime thing. And it's saying like, there's this big Maroon 5 concert coming up and it's going to be huge and it's going to be televised. And let's say Maroon 5 is doing the fucking Super Bowl or something. And basically the precog tells you that the moment that he starts the, the chorus of moves like Jagger... Yeah, the, the lead singer of Maroon 5, Mr. 5. Uh, when he does the got the moves like Jagger and he starts doing that little thing, uh-huh. there's going to there's like gonna be like a quantum randomizing sequence where everyone's like soul shifts randomly into the body of another person somewhere in the world. Holy shit, so I have an opportunity to be Mr. 5. Well, it's going to be a complete mass shakeup, completely randomized. Yeah, but so no one will be right. But there are also nine billion other people you could potentially be. Yeah, but I could also be Mister Five. True, there is a one in nine billion per chance that Which that's going to happen. Bud. It is a chance. I agree it's with you. Chance. I agree that's with you. Chance. I guess I'm getting worried because it makes me go, "Oh, I know now what he's going to do." Yeah. So yeah, so the precog tells you this. Personally, I would go. I gotta kill Mister Five or something. No I gotta way. make this performance not happen. No, 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 I want to no, stay no, in my body. No, I want no. everyone to stay in their bodies. No, I drown that precog because no one else can know about this. I gotta be Mister Five. <laughs> yeah, but what happens if you don't become Mister Five? I'm gonna be Mister Five. The chance is there. The chance is there. I'm gonna That's be Mister Five. That's a true Five. believer. I attend the Super Bowl. Okay, I pay 15 grand for a ticket. Nosebleed. All right. I'm watching. Why do you need to be there? It's just gonna happen. Because I also. You think it has to do with proximity? No, Mike. I just want to be able to see what they're doing because I I want to know the music cues. I got to know the step by steps because I'm gonna be Mister Five. That concert's gonna keep going. But no one's gonna care if you know all the things because everyone's gonna go. All of us just switched into new bodies. Obviously, that's not the real Mister Five. Now, before you say anything, let me just get you your quick uh, five questions. Oh, these questions. are coming in late. They are right, right before the bell. What is your least favorite word? Huh. What turns you off? I guess cold steak. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? C- comedy. What profession would you not like to do? Probably someone inside. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it HP Lovecraft. Thank you. And thank you, James Lipton and, and Inside the Actors Studio. Thank you. You have two teeth left, but you really, really want to jump into some kind of sugary sweet treat. The dentist aficionado you work with. Not said, a full dentist. Aficionado. Yeah. He's like a dental fan. Well, he runs a magazine. And he knows a lot called, about people who have lost teeth. He runs a magazine called Dental Aficionado. Okay. Okay. And um, you're there and you're like, oh, shit, I, my dental aficionado said I can't have these sweets, but you really, really want it. He said, if you eat this sweet, no matter what it is, no matter how, even if it's a natural fruit, mm. you're going to lose the ability to grow your teeth back forever. If I if I eat something sweet, man, you want it bad. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait! I lose the ability to grow my teeth back, so I have that ability. <laughs> Everyone does. So I only have two teeth right now, but I have the ability to grow back the, the other thirty. Yeah, but you fucking love sweets. <laughs> wait, wait! I don't even understand. Why do I have two teeth only? Why because haven't I grown the, the other sweets ones? sweets you've eaten, bud. But the new rule, though, is that if I have any more, I can't grow them back. So right. previously, I've been able to have it and grow them back. No, so why haven't I grown them back? Because of all the sweets you keep consuming, your body can't recreate the teeth yet. Okay, so okay, so the actual rule is that the sweets make it so that my teeth won't grow back, which is a natural thing that they would do if I wasn't eating the sweets. Yes. And he's saying if I eat this new set of sweets, then I'll permanently lose the ability to grow my teeth back yes then i don't eat it and i hope and i grow my teeth yeah, back. but you really want it real bad but then i still don't do it because it's not in, in my actual interest if i want to have teeth you like sweets but it's a short-term interest yeah but you always do short-term things <laughs> in the past but now look at where it's got me look at my two little nosferatu teeth crazy look and that's how everyone i mean and i why haven't i grown the rest of them back i just don't <laughs> understand my own behavior no i know but can i take a beat how long does it take for them to grow back a couple minutes just a couple minutes? I'm eating sweets well, I mean, that 30 much? 30 teeth, 32 teeth. Yeah, it takes a couple minutes. It doesn't take like instantly. What are you, crazy? Okay, okay, great. <laughs> you, you're you're setting up the conditions for what happens after you die with your body. Gotcha. And you're saying, you know what it is? I don't want to make a big to-do of it. I just want to have one of my friends or maybe a few of my friends just eat eat my corpse. Yeah. How do you pick the friends and how do you kind of set it up to them? I pick someone that's been really kind to me. <clears throat> someone that's helped me out through a lot of thick and thin shit. Yeah. And uh, has always always got my back and gave, given me really good advice. Yeah. And then you, so like, how do you let them know? Like they, like, cause they're gonna, you're gone, you're dead. So I, you I put it in my will. And you say There's like. There's 150 acre property in England. I uh-huh. want you to have. Yeah. Completely refurbished mansion, castle. It's gorgeous. Yeah. The only way you're going to be able to access that, as well as the $450 billion that's inside. There you go. Is if you eat my body. Yeah. That's great. That's an A24 movie. There you go. Yeah. And then. So you love, 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 love applying a certain kind of sunscreen to the inside of your nose. Okay. You believe that, okay, if the sun. Does that count as internal use? The sun is piercing your skin, Right. And it's getting through your dermal, getting through your dermal, getting through your dermal. Yeah. You think, well, what about the skin inside my nose? No one's ever talked about protecting that. Yeah, it's covered because of the natural overhang of your nostrils. But what if the sun is piercing my nose so much it's getting in there? So you do that. You find out that putting sunscreen inside your nose, even though it's a little uncomfortable and smells like shit, actually gives you superhuman powers. You're able to do things like look at the sun. You're able to do things like touch the sun. You're able to do things like look at the sun. Mm-hmm. What do you do with this newfound superpower? Let me just, before I fully understand, <laughs> before I jump in, let me just say, 
Wait, wait. So I was going, the sun <laughs> is going underneath my dermal, underneath my dermal, yeah. underneath my dermal. Am I applying sunscreen on my dermal? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that I'm putting it everywhere, and then I decide in one last thing, I also put it up my nose. Yeah. Okay, so it's everywhere, and then I went a little deeper with it, but I don't put it in my mouth or anything, because I'm saying, I, I what if the what if it's attacking it, it's going through my nose and into my nostrils, I better put it in my nostrils. Right. And then that gives me the power to look at the sun, touch the sun, or look at the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I would then say that I have to find that hospital, and I have to check in. <laughs> And this time I won't let them turn me away. Okay, what if they're, they're closed? Then I go to another they hospital. On tu- all of them closed on Tuesdays. Then I go touch the sun and see what happens. You're fine. Great. <laughs> Goodbye.